0: I can imagine what a lot of you are probably saying to yourselves right now. Oh wait, Steven, it's kind of early right now. It's fucking early to do a episode of Around the Point. Here live on YouTube.com. But fear not. Fear not, dorks and germs. It is one weekend. I'm dealing with the vid and I feel okay. I feel great, actually. But nonetheless... That's right. You're getting two episodes of Around the Point tonight, too. Today, actually. today. Being that today is Takeover Sunday, and the fact that I didn't do a prediction, I decided that, you know what? Let me give you guys two, two episodes of Around the Point. This is, obviously, as I mentioned before. A live edition of Around the Point for December the 6th, 2020. It is Sunday afternoon. It is 1.46 p.m. Eastern Time as I am doing this right now. I want to thank all of you again who are tuning in right now, who are watching the playback, who are listening to this humble little podcast that I do for each and every single one of you and all the podcasting platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Google Podcast, Anchor.fm, which is a sponsor of Around the Point and as well over at Spotify. You all know me, y'all know me by now. It's I uh, it is Steve. And I mentioned before, it's already one week since I have tested positive for COVID-19. And I got to tell you guys, I feel okay now. I feel great. I wanna believe, honestly. If I were to go today or tomorrow and get retested, I would probably pop out negative. That's my belief. This whole week has been crazy for me staying at home. And again, I never thought in a million years that I would catch the vid. Again, you hear about it. You hear, you know, things about the vid and what goes on with it and stuff right you have friends you have relatives you have people that you know or people that you know that might know people that get the vid but you never really ask yourself hey what would happen if i get the vid what what's gonna happen and then it, it happens and you're like holy shit it just kicks in it's like we say to ourselves too man man that will never happen to me that will never happen to me and yet i caught the vid and again let me just reassure everyone i didn't get it because oh my god i didn't want to wear a mask or oh i went to a party during the covid era right to a large guy no i didn't do any of that shit just to reassure everyone here but i am okay um i think the worst days for me this whole week were probably monday and tuesday because i felt like i had like this shiver i had a fever almost like i know when i have a fever i i just know it Right, I just didn't want to do anything. I just I was literally in bed the last the, the, those two days. I was I had a lot of sleep. I slept most of those two days. I slept those two days more than I slept in the last ten years, and that says a lot. Keep that in mind. I've been drinking a lot of um, hot lime with um, aspirins as a tea almost. And that's what's been opening my pores up, making me sweat, making all this shit go away. So I got to thank my mother for that. I got to thank her for that as well. Uh, my whole family, my, my mom, my grandmother, myself, we had, we all had the vid. Uh, we're all doing great. We're all healthy. We're lucky to be here still. Um, but nonetheless, I am hoping if everything goes right, next Saturday night, I'm going to go back over there and camp out and do what I did last week. And get this test again, and hopefully, God willingly, yours truly, comes up po- comes up positive, negative, 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 with the COVID test. I want to come out negative, and from there, you know, we we get back on the, we get back on back on the road, if you will, because again, you know, no one wants to get COVID during this time. Nobody, especially at a time where people are working during the holiday time, where people got to make money to give people gifts and all that stuff. Like, but then again, I would rather this happen to me now than this happened to me back, let's say, in March when the the shit just started and no one knew what they were doing. But at the same time, you know, it is what it is. I'm happy that I'm okay now and all that stuff. Let's move on. Let's move on from all this topic, okay? A lot has happened this week in the world of wrestling. So much shit. Mostly in one, it, 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 the, the, the the world hit the news hit the fan in one day, if you will. Can we all agree on that? One day, and everything just hit the fucking fan. Everything just went ape shit, right? So, I wake up Wednesday morning and I hear the pass. I hear the news about the passing of WWE Hall of Famer. Let me mute this music, by the way. Let me mute the song, by the way, if I can. Okay, let me mute the music here a little bit. I hear the, the the news of the passing of WWE Hall of Famer Pat Patterson. Died at age 79. Right, 79 years old he died, and it's crazy because I wake up from my sleep, whatever, Wednesday morning, and I see on Twitter because I went on Twitter for whatever reason. Another thing too, I've been waking up randomly throughout the middle of the morning. And that's usually a habit of mine because of what I, where I work at in the early a.m. and that stuff. So I still have that habit. But anyway, I woke up around 3.30 in the morning on Wednesday. What have you, 4-ish, whatever, right? And I stayed up in bed. I stayed up. I'm going through my stuff, whatever, right? And I think somewhere around 5 a.m.-ish around there, I see, rest in peace, Pat Patterson. I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on here? And the news hits, that breaking news, uh, Pat Patterson has passed away. And it's a shock. It's a shock in the sense of that's the last person you would expect to hear pass away. I mean, listen, it sucks when someone dies. It, it, it totally sucks, especially with someone within the wrestling community or just in general. right? It's unfortunate. Um, he died at age 79. Uh, one of the trailblazers, if you will, in the in the world of professional wrestling. The mastermind of the Royal Rumble, if you will. Uh, the first ever Intercontinental Champion. He won the title back in the 1970s in some tournament in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. It's crazy because they brought out the title that he won this past Friday on SmackDown. It was a six-person tag. It was Daniel Bryan, Big E, and Rey Mysterio versus Dolph Ziggler, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Sami Zayn. And it's a six-man tag. But they're doing this to honor Pat Patterson. Ironically, all, all the men that are in the ring at one time or another have held the Intercontinental Championship. So they brought out the old Intercontinental title that Pat Patterson won many, many, many years ago. And the, the belt is just sitting, it's, it's sitting there. It's in, this, like, it's in this whole thing it's standing on. And it's crazy to think that was the original title. And I'm not here to knock on the belt. I'm not. But it's crazy to think how far in advance we have gone with title belt designs and all that stuff. It's amazing. And that belt is still the first original title is still in the condition that it's in. It's so fucking crazy. Other than that, too. So again, it's it's such tragedy, you know, that he passed away. Um, also, he was the referee in the first WrestleMania main event. It was Hulk Hogan and Mr. T versus Roddy Piper and Paul Orndorff. Uh, WrestleMania one, he was a special guest referee. I know Muhammad Ali was a special enforcer outside the ring as well. I know he also refereed. Um, WrestleMania 11's main event of Bam Bam Bigelow and Lawrence Taylor. I remember seeing him in that. Uh, I think he also was the guy. Again, he one thing about him, too, that he loved the business, had a good mind for it. When it came to make making up matches, storytelling and all that stuff, I think he was one of the people that came up with the idea of Bret Hart and Shawn Mike was going at it for an hour. At WrestleMania 12, like he was the mastermind behind. I want to believe. So there's that too, but again, it's a very, very uh, sad thing to hear that he died. He was also the two again. You guys that grew up watching him, you know, in the 90s, what have you, you remember him as one of the members of the Stooges, him and Gerald Brisco being, I guess, the kiss ass of Vince McMahon. I remember back in 2000, him and Joe Briscoe would wrestle in drag for the hardcore title and again in that time period those were kind of for me hilarious you know what I mean Uh, because it was different and apparently those segments were big numbers at the time as well so there's that too everyone paid their everyone in the wrestling community paid their tributes to Pat Patterson this week um, I know yesterday, Pat, yesterday, um, Bruce Pritchard dropped an episode on something to wrestle with, uh, just telling stories and all that stuff. I recommend you guys go give that a listen when you get a chance. But again, it's very, very sad. May he, Pat Patterson that is, uh, re- continue. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Me in the comments here, by the way, as well. Uh, Dave Sack in the chat, I would have joined earlier... Or later tonight, but my room is my room in my room in the house I stayed at has a power outage since Friday. Should get things fixed next weekend. That's fine, bro. It is what it is. Uh, we also got Chief in the chat as well. Hope all of you guys and again everyone that's listening is having a wonderful weekend. And hopefully you're all safe and all that stuff. We do have a takeover this coming today. Holy crap, we have a takeover this Sunday today. What the fuck's wrong with me today? What the fuck is wrong with me? I don't even know. I think it's still this COVID thing. But anyway, we do have a takeover tonight. I didn't do a prediction video or anything like that. I was planning on, but I just didn't have time for it. And to be honest with you guys, I'm not going to sit here and pretend. Okay? I haven't really been watching that much NXT. Not like I used to anyway. And I could sit here and tell you guys that oh, you know, I just don't have time, or things have been busy. Especially now that I've, co- I've been with, co- I'm with COVID right now. I did say that my plan was to catch up on all the wrestling that I've missed. I haven't really, um, I haven't really, um, given my word on that. I wish I was able to, but just again, I've been busy with stuff here in the house. Try to keep myself busy from going crazy, if you will. The first thing I'm, by the way, the first thing I'm doing once I once I test negative from COVID, the first thing I'm doing is getting a fucking haircut. Because this shit I'm rocking on top of my, underneath my hat, it needs to go. It needs to, find. I'm not saying I'm getting a baldy. I'm not saying that either, but I need a fucking haircut. Okay. That's the one thing too. Maybe also get a car wash, but we'll see. Anyway, anyway. I just really, to be honest with you, my interest for NXT hasn't really been the same for a long time. And you can sit there and say, oh, is is it because AEW? Um, Is it the AEW effect? The fact that the ratings every single week has been deplorable for for NXT? And no, not, not at all. I just don't have my interest for them hasn't really been up there anymore like it used to be. It's like I was trying for a while, believe it or not. To watch both NXT and AEW on two screens, right? I have I have the... Um, I can watch TNT on my computer, right? Or NXT on my computer, right? Through the USA Network, right? And I can watch AEW on my television. And I would sit here and have two screens. I'm watching both shows. And it got to a point where like, fuck all this shit. I don't know how the fuck anyone does it. I don't know how. Like, if you're a YouTuber, if you're a podcaster, right? And you, and again, Wednesday, nice to do content now. Is it's a good day? Let's put it that way. Back in the day, oh hell no, nah, bro. Not everyone was doing videos on Wednesdays, if you will. Hell, I've seen a lot of these YouTubers currently that are doing twenty-five days because of Christmas, a lot of stuff. Bless you all. Bless you all. Seriously, I mean that. But I don't know how people do it though. To have to watch two shows at once, I. Again, I tried doing it, and I just couldn't. Like, fuck all this shit. It's impossible. Imagine if you had to do a review. Holy crap. And again, today's flow of podcasting and all that stuff, people go, like, hours and hours. It's like, goddamn. Imagine, like, reviewing one show, and it takes you, if you're with someone more than an hour, and then you got to review the other show, and if you're doing it with someone also, it takes you, like, another hour. That's, holy crap. But anyway... um, I just haven't really been watching that much NXT anymore, and it's not. Be- and again, it's not because all oh, AEW and anything like that. I just don't have interest for it. You know what I mean? I look at this takeover. It's like holy crap, takeover. just doesn't feel the same anymore. It just doesn't. And you can make the argument, hey, you know, they're not. They're no longer doing this inside of a sold out arena. It's just not the same anymore don't get me wrong i'm pretty sure it'll be a good show i will be later on live again tonight to review takeover war games that's the plan hopefully later on tonight if it's with me maybe with big mike we shall see uh crazy that also yes chief exactly bro crazy we are at the last month of 2020 holy crap it just hit me this is the last month of 2020 next month is 2021 which my plan was to go to Vegas for New Year's. Not anymore. Not anymore. Which is crazy because my plan originally was to go to Vegas for my 30th birthday back in June. And that was the plan. Even before the pandemic even happened. And then the world went to shit. People were traveling, which I don't know how. Right? To Miami, to Vegas, to this, what, not, what have you. And I'm like, fuck all this shit. It's not happening. And I'm like, you know what, fuck I'll do it for New Year's. And now you, see, you hear now that the numbers are going up way higher than they were in the spring when COVID just started. And people, I see this on my social media that are traveling and shit, Try to have a fun time. Fuck you. It's not happening. Hell no. I had a friend of mine who went to Colombia in March. This was before the pandemic even started, okay? She went for a four-week vacation. She came back in October. Yeah, what was supposed to be a four-week vacation ended up being almost a nine-month, eight to nine-month vacation because she was stuck in Colombia. Imagine, imagine that's happening to somebody. Like, imagine you go to vacation. Imagine you live here all your life, Right? And you go on a vacation, and I know I uh, just went off topic again. I I do that a lot. If you notice one thing about me, I do that a lot. Okay, imagine right, you go on a vacation to like I don't know. Let's say you live here all your life, right? And you're used to the American style, and you go on vacation to like I don't know, your parents' third world country. I don't know, but just get throwing it out there, right? And you go out there, and And the pandemic, the pandemic begins and it's a shutdown and you're stuck in that country for like fucking eight to nine months. Can you imagine that? I couldn't. Listen, my parents are Peruvians. Okay. I've been to Peru so many fucking times. I lived in Peru for five months when I was a kid. I was five years old. I lived in Peru for five months. I did not know the Spanish language. Okay. But I traveled to Peru so many times. I spent summers in Peru as I got you know a little older. But the idea that I go out there to travel and then I find out as I'm in the air or I'm landing that all all the airport or all the countries are shutting down, you won't be able to travel back until God knows who knows really. I'll be fucked. I love Peru, but not like that. I'm sorry. It ain't happening. So, I don't know when I'm going to Vegas. My plan was to go for my birthday, like I mentioned, and then New Year's, but now I don't know. I have no clue. Now that I had COVID, I don't even know. So, there's that too. Anyway, anyway. What up, Big Mike? How you doing, brother? Woo! You can follow Big Mike at... I hope I'm saying it right. I hope I'm saying it right. Uh, The Detroit Gamer 313. Hopefully, I said it right. Also, myself and Big Mike, I don't know if you guys know this or not. This past week, this literally this past week, um, me and Mike, we brought back the throwback. Episode number eight of the throwback is available in the archives of this channel. It's somewhere here. Just go, got to search it. Episode eight. We went back in time and talked about WCW New Blood Rising 2000. So go give that a listen whenever you get a chance. But anyway, anyway, where was I here? NXT Takeover War Games is today. I'm looking at this card. Five matches on the card. There are two war game matches. I'll be real about it. Again, this is me talking as someone who hasn't really watched that much NXT in a long time. If you, I, caught catch the clips here. I catch the clips here and there, here and there, right? This Takeover card really feels like eh. It's like he could almost skip it if you wanted to oh that, yeah, that's that's kind of crazy It's like you can almost skip it, which is sad, but at the same time, just the way that it is. and again, if I'm looking at this right now, there's only one match that I look forward to, and that's the the men's war games match, but other than that, that's basically it. I mean, I'm sure again, this will be a fun show and all all the fuck you want. But again, TakeOvers, as of late, haven't they haven't had that oomph, that excitement, if you will. TakeOver 30 was that way. TakeOver 31, which is the last TakeOver, was the same one. Uh, now, now look at this one. It's kind of the same. It's really lacking that much of an excitement for me. But anyway, let's get into the card. If you're looking forward to the show, good for you. Tell me what match you're looking most forward to. Again, I will be coming back live tonight likely with Big Mike, maybe with Dave Sack, who knows, and we will review the show. So, let's get into this, shall we? Uh, I'm going to work from the bottom to the top, okay? I'm on Wikipedia. For whatever reason, they have the women's match as the main event, which I know for a fact will not be the main event, but whatever. Uh, We have Timothy Thatcher versus Tommaso Ciampa in a singles match. Now, I did... Watch that Thatcher's still doing these little like seminar classes uh, at NXT. That's what I've seen, right? He's still beating up his students here, whatnot. I guess Champa is now getting involved because I guess he does not like the practices of Timothy Th- of Timothy Thatcher. So there's that too. And I think they had a match. I could be wrong on it. Uh, I think Ciampa won that match. Anyway, here, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong on that one. Again, that just tells you how much much of NXT I have completely missed. Um, But as far as this match goes, it should be a fun match. All the hell you want. I think Thatcher should get a win. I don't see why you have him lose. But that's just me, of course. But I'm going to go with Timothy Thatcher getting the win here. At the end of the day. From there we go on to. Dexter Luman versus Cameron Grimes. In a strap match. Now. I did enjoy. The little haunted house match. They had on Halloween Havoc. The little cinem- cinematic style. That they did and all that stuff. I did enjoy. Even I guess the little wrestling here. There in the ring. But eh. I, could, I, I, I accepted it for what it was worth. And. Loomis won that match. Here's a strap match. Now, I hope that this company does a strap match. Now, nah, see, I, there I go again. For a second, there, I was comparing this to WCW because again, because of the throwback, uh, Billy Kidman and fucking um, Shane and fucking uh, Shane Douglas and the fucking. Uh, there I go again with the strap matches. Confusing companies and shit. Um. Anyway. Anyway. Um. I hope Grimes gets the win here. Cause I feel like eventually you just gotta throw him a bone. Even though I do I, I if I don't if I remember correctly, I think it was Grimes who injured Loomis, something like that recently on television too. But eventually, with all that being said, I am gonna go with Cameron Grimes getting a win. Like that upset win, like you didn't see it coming. Maybe he gets help from somebody. But that's what I see happening here. You gotta throw you gotta throw Grimes a bone eventually. <laughs> We then get, we then go to, um, I'm reading the chat here, Uh, members uh, skyrocketed because winter is is flu season, combining people just sick and people actually with COVID, it's easy to possibly test positive. I'm reading the chat here, the women's war games match is literally happening because Candice LeRae destroyed Shotzi's tank, it's stupid. Uh, Overall, do we feel weak right now for me? I've been losing interest. You're not the only one, Chief. Not the only one. What a match that was. <laughs> exactly, yes. That match was terrible. We're talking about Shane Douglas and Billy Kidman in the strap match. Anyway, anyway, where where, where where was I here? Um, Next match on this card is a triple threat match for the North American champion. Okay? Championship. We have, god damn where are the notes here? Here we go. We have Leon Roof defending the North North American Championship versus Johnny Gargano and Damian Priest. Triple threat match. Okay, I know a lot of people who were not happy with Leon Roof, Leon Ruff, whatever whatever the fuck you want to call him, okay? They were not happy with the fact that he was or is still the North American Champion. A lot of people hate it. A lot of folks hate it. All right, uh, we're going good here. I'm just wanting to make sure that the audio was coming out good on the on the playback, and we are okay. Holy shit, we are. I know a lot of people again who are not happy with Leon Ruff, Leon Roof, whatever the fuck you want to call him, being the North American champion. Hell, there's some people that still feel that way right now. But I get what they're trying to do. They wanted to surprise people. Oh, you didn't see it coming. Oh my God, it's a shock. Get the internet people upset. and But they got. That being said... The fairy tale ends today. Oh, I'm sorry. This, fa- listen, Leon Roof, Leon Ruff, whatever the fuck you want to call him. Okay. That's the new name now. Listen, I, get, I gave Darby Allen the name Trevor here on the show. Leon Roof is Leon Ruff, Leon Roof, whatever the fuck you want to call him. That's his name on, on the show. Okay. Until I could come up with a shorter term, but still. I know Leon Roof Leon Ruff, whatever the fuck you want to call him is a good wrestler I know that I've seen him wrestle before and evolve that's fine but does that mean I'm going to give him the North American title and this short momentum that he had this far in NXT no that against Gargano and I get it Gargano the whole thing is that he can't successfully defend the title once I get that but goddamn, the fairy tale ends today I would hope. I would honestly hope so. And I understand that Leon Ruff, Leon Roof, whatever the fuck you want to call him, right? wants to be this fighting champion. Take on both Damien Priest and Gargana. Go to show everyone that he ain't no bitch. But the fairy tale ends today. That being said, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Damian Priest. I think Priest wins the belt back today in some weird way. Hell, I'll even go one step further. I think Leon Roof, Leon Ruff, whatever the fuck you want to call him, gets pinned today. That's what I see happening too. But let's see what happens with that. Let's see what happens. Um, So Finn is off this takeover. The NXT champ has no contender. I would have did a one-off match, Finn, uh, Finn versus Escobar. Apparently, Finn Balor, in case you guys don't know, uh, is still recovering from this broken jaw injury. And as well, um, he had his eardrum popped, I believe it was. As well. Let me find out here real quick. Cause I think that's what Triple H said in the conference call. I think. Let me just see here real quick. Um. Let's see here. Let's see here. Um, this is per Triple H, by the way. Keep that in mind. Uh, apparently, yes, he, he had two injuries in the in, at a takeover. So Triple H uh, spoke with Fox Sports and look look at where NXT is at right now. This is a call by the way. Uh, you take when you take in a few months, man. There was mo- there were moments where we were where we were stakebid by a bunch of things too. Keith Lee transitioning and carrying gets the title then gets injured at the same time. You gotta take the title from off him. Finn Balor gets the title. I don't even think anybody knows knows but Finn gets the title and in the match blows his eardrum at. He blew his eardrum. And as you guys know, um, he broke his jaw. So that's no, that's why we're not getting anything with Finn Balor. I don't know to when. But we from there, we move on to what I think will not close the show. But I think this match might even open the show. The women's war games match. You have Team Shotzi containing a Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and Io Shirai. Versus Team Candice, Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Tony Storm. That's right. It totally shocked me that Tony Storm turned heel. I'm, that totally shocked the fuck out of me. That Tony Storm turned heel. Anyway, anyway. Um, it should be a fun match for what it's worth. I think it was Dave who said this in the chat just recently. Um, that the women's war game is literally happening because Candice LeRae destroyed Shotzi's tank. Her little tank got destroyed because of Candice LeRae. So that's why they're doing this whole war games match. I do know I do know as well that, was it, yesterday, well, about Wednesday, there were the women advantage match, and it was Shotzi versus uh, Raquel Gonzalez, and they had all these run-ins, uh from Team Candace. I know Eo got involved too. Um, but eventually Shotzi Blackheart did pick up the win. She climbed the ladder. Yes, yeah, she had help and retrieved the briefcase. So team Shotzi will have the advantage going into that match. Um, who wins you? that thing. Who wins this match? Who does get the win? I think it's Rhea's last takeover. She's my pick to win the Royal Rumble match next month. Maybe so, bro. Maybe so. Listen, again, it should be a fun little match. Now, to my understanding, too, now again, guys, correct me if I'm wrong. I've heard rumblings going out there that the two war games matches will be taking place in the Thunderdome. Because obviously you cannot fit two rings inside of the COVID re- I'm sorry, the Capitol Wrestling Center. Unless they already taped. The t- the war games matches, and they're gonna be cinematic, which I see happening too. Honestly, would not be surprised if it if it's not that way, but you have all the other matches happen live at this at the Capitol Wrestling Center. But the two war games the two war games matches take place at the Thunderdome, and it's already been you know pre taped cinematic style. Something maybe we don't know about, but hey, it's a possibility. It's a very big possibility that that might happen as well. But again, we'll see. Or maybe the whole show is at the fucking Thunderdome. We don't fucking know. So, that being said, I think the winners of this, if I can pick a winner right now. And again, it should be fun for all the fuck you want. But I'm not like, oh my god, I'm dying to see this. But again, it's because they fucking destroyed Shotzi's little fucking tank. That being said, what's he winning this match? Mm, I'm going to go with Team Candice because, again, you're giving Team Shotzi the advantage already, right? So there's that. And I think also you want to showcase Raquel Gonzalez here. And you kind of already did in a way. But I I do think at the same time what's going to happen is you're going to have if this is Rhea's final takeover, right? She has to do the honors, I think, on the way out. So that being said, I'm going to go with Team Candice picking up the win. Maybe having Raquel pinning uh, Rhea Ripley, but we shall see. But I'm going with um, Team Candice LeRae getting the win. And then we go to the main event. We have the men's war games match. We have the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and Bobby Fish, who's literally been in all the takeovers. Not bad. All the war games matches thus far. Versus the team of Pat McAfee, that's right, Pat McAfee, Pete Dunn, Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan. That's right. Listen, I take over 30. Pat McAfee made everyone shut up. Proved everyone wrong. Everyone was wondering how good or how bad he really was going to be. And he had the best performance of that weekend, SummerSlam weekend of this past August, right? So now here we are, here we are now, how long has this been since August, September, October, November? Four months later, almost, right? Four months later, almost. And here he is, back again, now he's with the faction, right? He got himself a a little group, and he's killing it again with these promos. That I've seen, yes, a little bit of it is kind of like, eh, all right, bro, you're poking fun of the wrestling community. We get it, but they've been fucking gold, from what I've seen, right? Now they do have the man advantage in this war games match. A couple of weeks ago, Pete Dunne defeated Kyle O'Reilly in a ladder match to gain the advantage. Um, with, there was some guy in a hood who apparently got involved and they were saying it's Pat McAfee, but they're saying it's not either, but who knows really. My thing is though, you had Pat McAfee lose at take over 30. You're not going to bring this guy back, even though yes, you can just tell he's having a hell of uh, fucking so much fun right now. He is. Let's not deny that. Right. He's having so much fun right now. Are we going to beat him twice? They just might do that. That being said, I'm going to go with the undisputed Eric getting the win. And you know what? People will say, oh, Adam Cole, Adam Cole. No, I think Kyle O'Reilly gets the win for the team. But after that, though, what do you do with the UE? I mean, eventually, these four got to move up. Question is when. Let's see. That being said, I'm going to go with the Undisputed Era getting the win here. So there's that. And I see, again, Kyle O'Reilly getting the win for his team. And that's TakeOver Takeover Games Again, I'll be live later on tonight to review the show and give my thoughts and all that fun stuff. And who knows who will join. Maybe Big Mike. Maybe Dave Sack. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Adam Cole is tapping out. McAvey okay maybe so maybe fucking so we shall see we shall fucking see anyway moving on here because it's gonna be a short little show that I'm doing today anyway Um, let's talk about the big news that came out of Dynamite and that is Sting Sting um, showed up it was a tag team match of Cody Rhodes and TNT champion Darby Allen aka Trevor Trevor, right, versus the team of super of uh, absolute Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs, aka Will Hobbs. And again, I said this. I said this on my Dynamite review. Okay, I did do a Dynamite review. I hate that name. I hate the name Powerhouse Hobbs. I think it's stupid. Why well, does just call him Hobbs? Just call him Hobbs. But Powerhouse Hobbs is, just, is a stupid fucking name. Okay, so Trevor Pin Starks. For the one, two, three, And there's a brawl. And then the lights go out. The lights go out. And there's like this whole. Titan Tron of winter. There's snow, fake snow showing up. I literally thought it was Glacier. Low key. There's a part of me that was hoping it would be Glacier. But no. It turned out to be Sting. And Tony Schiavone lost his shit. Everyone went crazy on the internet. Um, Sting had a little stare down with Arn Anderson, nodded his head, then with Cody Rhodes, and then with, um, obviously, Darby Allen, aka Trevor. And people went crazy about, oh, Sting's in AEW, this is awesome, and listen, I said this on my review, I'm gonna say it here again. I think Sting going to AEW was great, awesome, good for him. because Let's face it, Sting was always the real face, if you will, of TNT. The original face of Turner Network. I know it's Darby Allin right now because he's the quote-unquote TNT champion, but Sting was always that original face of TNT. If you get what I'm saying, so there. So from a from a nostalgia per from a nostalgia purpose, I thought it was great. He was there, back home, if you will. Not in that, AEW home, like that's his home. No, but talk about TNT because that was his original home, back when WCW was on top and you know all that stuff, right? So that was great. That was awesome. Now, it was reported also that Sting has signed a multi year deal with AEW. Hell, his t shirt has broken records on pro wrestling tees as far as sales are concerned. That's awesome for him. But Sting has signed a multi year deal. And here I am, like, for what? For what purpose? A.W. is throwing a shit, and listen, it's fine, they can do what they want, let me just keep that in mind too, let me just preference that too as I'm going on with this, a 61 year old dude, who is not gonna wrestle for you every single fucking week, I hope not, I think Tony and all of them really realize that yo, that he's not gonna wrestle every single fucking week, he's not, okay, I guess it's true. Retirement doesn't exist in wrestling. Uh, no. Uh, he just, and I know, again, exactly. I've been aware of that, too. He's just he's just a character on TV. And I said this on Twitter when the news came out that he's back, right? Listen, I just hope that they don't have him wrestle every single fucking week. I hope they don't. What AEW needs to do is what TNA did not do its thing. Is treat him like a fucking legend. You want him to be an ambassador for TNT? Go right ahead. You want him to be an ambassador for your show? Go right ahead. Let's let this sink in for a second. Let this sink in. The only two big stars that AW has right now that the casual viewer will know is Chris Jericho and Sting. That's it. Some of them may know who Cody Rhodes is. Not every casual know who Kenny Omega is. Some of them do. Some of them do. Okay, but that's the point though. And that's where TNA went wrong. TNA had him, right? Spike was paying the money, right? But the problem is that every time he would wrestle on TNA, he would wrestle. And as years went on, he started looking his age in the ring, And that's what I hope. And again, I know it won't happen. But a part of me, the the back of your mind, hopes as well that it doesn't happen in AEW. Yes, he'll probably just wrestle one match. And I'm fine with that. Let him just do one match and that's it. I'm fine with that too. But they're forking over a a multi-year deal for this guy. And yeah, he'll take the money. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Why would he not? Now, it was also reported on an article. Are you not happy he's back? I'm happy. I said this uh bizard, I said this earlier. You know, again, I said this on a Wednesday in my review. That for as far as nostalgia goes, hey, he's back home on TNT. That's awesome. That was fucking awesome. But let's 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 call it spade is spade too, though, right? Let's be real about it. Yeah. let's let's be real about this too. And I get where people again, I have friends on both sides of the spectrum here, right? I got friends that are happy as shit that he's back. Then I have friends, and again, just the way that it is, that are saying, oh, you know, if this were WWE and a lot of AEW fans would hate all they're putting out there an old fuck. But yet here he is. Here's Sting now in AEW, and all these same AEW fans are saying, "Oh, this is great! I want to see Sting wrestle AEW, AEW." You have those two. So again, you know, at the end of the day, I'm happy that he's. I'm happy that he's there. Yes, I will agree with every everyone that says that Sting was not used right in WWE. I will agree with you on that. To some aspects of that of that topic because it was reported as well that apparently sting Were was so unhappy with the way he was used apparently sting uh, Wanted to have a cinematic match with the undertaker Because we all know for a long time sting wanted that wrestlemania match with the undertaker and it never happened It never happened so when taker was on his way out or i guess for this year and the idea of a cinematic thing was happening right sting wanted to have that cinematic match with undertaker and i think you could have done it i think honestly it would have coming out i think it would have came out good right but it never happened either and then his contract ran out and they removed this merch from the website but at the same time right let's be real about it okay Let's keep this into perspective. He was unhappy with the way he was used. Stain got there in late 2014. So we're talking six years ago. He's 61. He would have been 55 years old at the time of his arrival in WWE. What would he expect them? What was he expecting WWE to do with the 55-year-old man? Whose better years were behind him. Cause again, and I said this before, you know, TNA had him, right, for all those years that he was with that company, right? And they fucking misused him. They had him wrestling every single fucking week, right? And the idea was that he was the icon sting. He didn't feel no he didn't feel that much of an icon anymore. He just felt like a regular guy on the roster. Hell. May I remind you guys of Sting versus Magnus? I think it was Slammiversary 2013. And Sting could barely lock in the Scorpion Deathlock. May I remind you of that? Sting was the vegetable by that time. So the point was, yes, you know, Sting, I'll agree with, I'll agree with everyone that says that, oh, he should have won in his WrestleMania debut. I'll agree with you on that. He should have won. It was bullshit that he didn't win. It was fucking bullshit. He then had that match with Seth Rollins. Remember that? For the WWE title. And he took not one, but two fucking buckle bombs. And that's what fucked up the whole thing. And that's where he had to retire. And then he got put in the Hall of Fame. And yeah, they came out with a DVD. They came out with some merchandise. Uh, uh, and I'm reading the comments here as well. I mean, I'm just glad he's not uh, getting paid by WWE to stay at home. Not, not on television. I mean, I mean okay. Me in the comments here as well, right? Because you guys, again, are our kicking ad in the comments, all right, as always. Uh, D. Extreme writes here, um, thoughts on Sting. That music is what we expected in 2015. It feels weird. A 61-year-old uh, got more pop than the main event. He had a multi-year deal, no lie. I wanted a one more match in WWE, not this. I guess his true retirement doesn't exist in wrestling. Uh you yeah, know, that was huge. That was a huge shock. Uh, the only thing he can do is cinematic matches. Um, what does your multi-year mean? Five or ten? I think it's three or two. I could be wrong on that. I mean, I'm just glad he's not just getting paid by WWE to stay at home, not on television. No no lie. I'll call Tony Khan a true genius. If Impact has a cliffhanger that's working people to watch NWA, even if it's just uh, regards to the women's championship, a WrestleMania match against Taker, bro, all he wanted. 2014 Sting stopped taking off his shirts in TNA. That's another thing, too, which was a thank God. But still, again, I'm happy that he is in AEW. Again, if they're smart... Yes, let him have his one match. He's going to have it. But let him be with the right person. Not Don't don't just throw him out there with fucking... I, I don't fucking know. Just throwing a name out there, okay? I don't want to see fucking stinging Ricky Starks. And I like Ricky Starks, but come on. If you're going to have him have his one... Let him be with someone big. No, not Kenny Omega. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Okay? Uh, you could do Sting and Cody or maybe Sting and Darby if you want to get that visual out of the fucking way right but I don't want to see Darby fucking beat Sting I don't want to see that the internet will lose their shit don't get me the fuck wrong that being said though again I'm happy that he's in AEW I'm happy that he's back home on Turner Network but I just think it's silly when I hear this report that oh he, he wasn't happy the way he was used bro you went out in the title match you fought for the title on your last match bro they made him a DVD they made merchandise they fucking put him in the hall I was there for that ceremony by the way I was there for that keep that in mind as well but I think again all that just is silly talk right now anyway let's move on here let's move on uh, Sting versus Cody is a perfect matchup um, is the that's the only match uh, weren't What we're going to see is Sting chase off Taz to ADAR. Maybe so. I don't fucking know. Anyway, anyway, let's move on here. Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, Anything that I don't cover now, I'll cover later tonight. Keep that in mind as well, okay? Um, Let's talk about this AEW and Impact Wrestling Partnership. So I'm sure all of you watched the conclusion of Kenny Olivier. Sorry, Kenny Omega versus John Moxley. For the AEW world title, where Kenny Omega got the win. And at the end of it, Don Callis and Kenny Omega hauled as and Marvez went to interview. And Don said, You want answers? You'll find out this Tuesday. Not this Wednesday, but Tuesday on, on Impact Wrestling on Access TV. You'll get your answers and shit like that. And Impact Wrestling made it official that, hey, you know, it's confirmed that Kenny Omega will be in in Impact Wrestling this coming Tuesday. It's crazy, too, because if you go on Twitter, once Dynamite ended, a lot of the Impact Wrestling roster were tweeting about it. Uh, I think it was AEW who tweeted, hello at Impact Wrestling, this and whatnot. Everyone's jumping the gun, not jumping the gun, but they're, you know, again, they're, they're... They're coming up with conclusions to what they think is going on. This quote-unquote working relationship between Impact Wrestling and AEW. And let's be honest here, okay? Let's just be fucking real about it. If you would have told AEW or Tony Khan or what have you, right? In 2019, when the idea of forming... AEW was out there, right? And it may even Dynamite happen yet. But if you would have told them at that time that, hey, man, a year from now, you'll have a working relationship with another wrestling promotion. If you're Tony Khan, I guarantee you Tony will be like, yeah, man, with uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, I, I believe that's going to happen. We're going to have Okada, Nakamura. We're going to have Okada. We're going to have Okada. We're going to have uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. We're going to have... um. Tetsuya Naito, Kota Ibushi. Um, I'm trying to work my best Tony Khan impersonation, okay? I know it's terrible. We're gonna have all those guys over to uh, all elite wrestling. We're gonna sign the deals, man. Put them on American uh, networks and out there. Put them on American television. It's gonna be so fucking amazing for the wrestling fans and all that stuff. And then you tell but, but, but in reality you tell them, no that's cool, but no. You'll be working with Impact Wrestling. I guarantee you, Tony will be like, what the fuck, bro? I thought we were going to work with New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> I guarantee you that would have been the general response. I guarantee you that. And listen, I think it's if you're a wrestling fan that's into cross promotion and you want to see these fantasy matches, it's a win for you. Now, Do I think that's going to happen per se? I don't know. Do I see a pay-per-view coming out of this? Where the best of AEW versus Impact Wrestling? I don't know. But let's be real about it though. Let's be real about it. What does AEW gain out of this? Seriously. What do they? AEW. Right? All Elite Wrestling. They're considered to be the number two promotion in North America, right? They're on a major network to which they get no good decent numbers every single week, right? They're beating NAC every single week almost. What do they get out of this? That's what I want to know. Now, if you're impact wrestling, let's be real about it. And again, if you're an impact wrestling fan, You can, you know, again, view it this way too. Again, Impact Wrestling has struggled... They have struggling numbers. Let's be real about it. They're gaining at least 150,000 viewers a week, what have you. Sometimes under that. Who the fuck knows, okay? Their roster's great. No one's denying that they have a crappy roster. They have a good roster. But what after that, what do they have? They have no buzz. Impact Wrestling still... Have no fucking buzz. Hell, they did an angle where someone got shot at a fucking wedding. And no one gave a fuck. No one. Yeah, people talked about it. But after that, was whatever. So if you're Impact Wrestling right now, listen, if you're at Nordholm right now, if you're the people over at Anthem, you should be kissing the feet of Shad Khan right now. You should be kissing those fucking feet right now. You should be giving Tony Khan a fucking toe job right now. Because this just fell on their lap. This just literally fell on their fucking lap. Hell, AEW right now is Lord Frieza. If you get what I'm saying, and this in this situation right now, They are Lord of Frieza and Impact Wrestling are the Saiyans right now, if you will. But we all know how that ended. I and listen. I look. If they're gonna do, if they're gonna do cross promotion, the one match I want to see, the one match I fucking want to see, is the North versus FTR after that I'm good yes you can try to do Ricky Starks versus Chris Bay you can try to do Eddie Edwards versus I don't know uh, Darby Allen for all I fucking care you can try to do I don't know Kenny Omega versus Rich Swan. can you imagine if they did that can you imagine if now to my understanding too to my understanding as well Impact Wrestling already taped all their matches for the year. So it's not like he's going to be in the Impact Zone per se. Maybe he will. Who the fuck knows? But to my understanding also, what likely will happen, and again, I could be wrong on this, right? They're just going to show footage once they leave Daly's place and they're in the car. And they're explaining shit. And that's going to be spliced into the episode of this week's coming. Of of this Tuesday's Impact. Where, boom, it's going to be added into the show. As part of the episode. Now. I'm going to watch Impact. And I said this on Wednesday. What this episode of Dynamite made me do. Is look forward to watching Impact on Tuesday. Now. This means that I'm going to have to mute my shit. Because I am not going to sit there for two hours and listen to Josh Matthews and the shittiest commentary of him and his wife. Can you just imagine? Oh my god, a clothesline! Oh my god, unbelievable! His voice is so fucking unbearable. I have to go on Twitch and listen to fucking Melissa Santos on her shitty iPhone. And I have an iPhone too, but still. Have her sit there on her iPhone on some shitty audio quality. Hosting the show. I'm good, bro. Um, AW's Abaddon versus A, a- Impact, Sue Young in-, in a zombie match. Maybe so. Don't forget the AJ storyline. What AJ storyline? Chief, help me out here. I don't know. Um, AW gains nothing. Like when Miz used to make fun of Evan Bourne, uh, Tony Khan has his way, dorky voice. Has his way, has a way, dorky voice. Thank you, but I appreciate it. Uh, Impact Wrestling killed off Mickey James, ran over a child, shot a virgin Johnny Bravo LMFAO. I'll bet you it'd just be a backstage segment with the Impact logo behind him. Likely so. Uh, Oh yeah, the AG storyline with um fuck Claire Lynch and all that shit, right? I remember that. I remember that. But again, you know, all this is a game for impact. I hope they get some viewers out of this. I hope they have a bigger number in ratings. We'll see. We shall fucking see. But I don't expect anything crazy to come out of this though. Again, if you're AEW the working relationship you want is the one with New Japan yes right now AEW is working with the NWA and AAA so you have Impact in there maybe so could you imagine right the fucking modern day super clash between AEW, Impact Wrestling NWA and AAA now you all probably wondering so what the fuck is a super clash so back in the day back in the 80s right the awa got together with a lot of the wrestling promoter the independent wrestling promoters such as jim crockett uh the people from wccw uh to form a super Clash show the best three promote i think there are other promotions too but the first one was between NWA, AWA, and I think also WCCW, got them all together to form the Super Show with all their talents and all that stuff. And the reason for why they did the show is because Vince McMahon at the time was coming up and taking over the wrestling world. So this was their way to, I guess, respond to Vince. maybe people say it was a desperation move, but... Could we see that potentially in 2020, a modern day super clash with, again, all these people, all these companies together in one show? We'll see. I doubt it. It'll be cool, but I doubt it. Anyway, guys, listen, um, it is about that time already. Impact working with New Japan, that's the middleman. Maybe so. We'll see. I mean, also what's probably gonna happen as well is the good brother might show up on Dynamite. That's what I heard as well. But we shall see about that one also. Anyway, guys, listen. It is about about to be three o'clock right now where I'm at. I'm about to make some dinner. I do plan again on being back live here tonight for a live review of Takeover war games i'll be live again so again hit the subscribe button hit the bell icon be notified when i upload a video when i go live at the same time too i've been watching a lot of bar rescue throughout this time so john T- fucking john taffer is a fucking man okay but anyway anyway follow me on twitter at Heel steven hit the subscribe button give the video a big old thumbs up subscribe and a lot of fun stuff all right You can check out Around the Point on all the podcasting platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, Anchor.fm, also over at Spotify. And as always, guys, hate, comment, and subscribe, you fucking dorks. And as always, guys, I am Steve, and this has been another installment of Around the Point. Peace out, everyone.